And a very good Friday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again, the Older Pain Podcast, Friday, November 10th, 2023. The Joe Beningo Older Pain Podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. You buy an Eater Discount Tire by DraftKings. We move into week 10 of the ever fast moving National Football League season. The Jets in a must win game on Sunday night against the Raiders in Vegas, coming off that absolute brutal performance. On uh, Monday night against the uh, San Diego L.A. Chargers, they lose that game 27-6. to Just a horrific offensive performance by the Jets in that game. Um, you know, Zach Wilson was terrible. The offensive line was terrible. They're all banged up. They, they looked brutal as Khalil Mack and Joey Boza just overran them. Uh, the constant penalties by the Jets in that game. Pre-snap penalties, brutal, brutal, brutal. Turnovers. Uh, the Jets finally got a big uh, roughing the passer call. First roughing the passer call they've gotten two years. And on the very next play, Garrett Wilson, of all people, puts it on the ground, uh, fumbles and turns the ball over. Uh, the two turnover, two fumbles by Zach Wilson that both directly led to uh, a charge of touchdowns. Of course, the tone set in that game right away with the punt return, 87 yards by Davis to give the Chargers a 7 nothing lead. Just a... Uh, Pathetic performance by the Jet offense in that game. The defense played terrific, uh, holding Justin Herbert to 130-something yards passing. Um, you know, I sacked them five times. Defense played a terrific game. The only thing the defense didn't do was force any turnovers. So uh, they had a couple opportunities, a couple balls that were on the ground. Uh, Quincy Williams had an opportunity to re- recover a fumble, did not. Same thing for Michael Clemens, who, you know, tried to pick it up and run with it. You know, you wonder, though, uh, and, of course, Herbert wound up recovering that fumble. But you wonder, you know, with the state of the offense right now being as bad as it is, the defense feels they got to put one in the end zone for this team to score. So, and that may be the case against the Raiders coming up on Sunday. And, of course, look, the coach has been grilled about making a change. But, and, and, and look, I mean, I, I think if it was up to Salah, he'd go with probably Trevor Simeon in this game on Sunday. But Simeon stinks, too. We know what he is. He's terrible. Now, I don't know what the kid Boyle is. I really don't, you know. But you would think if there was something there, you know, maybe they'd give him a shot. So it looks like we're going to live and die with Zach Wilson again. The only thing I will say for the game Sunday night against Vegas is if Wilson really is stinking it up in this game, they might make the switch during the game, maybe at halftime. Because this game is too important. You know, let's be honest. I said after the Eagle game, the Jets were 3-3 three and three after they beat Philadelphia going into their bye. I said, look, they have to be no worse than 5-4 and four going into the game against the Bills next week. So they're on track for that. They beat the Giants. They lose to the Chargers. You know, but you got to beat the, the Raiders now. If they're 5-4 and four going into Buffalo, <laughs> you feel good about it. You know, then you can split, you know, split the two games between Buffalo and Miami. If you're sitting, if the Jets are sitting at 6-5, and five, after that Black Friday game against the Dolphins, you got to feel pretty good about where they are, especially when you look at what's coming down the road. You know, you're playing Atlanta, you're playing the Commanders, uh, you're playing Houston, although the Texans look a lot. C.J. Stroud lit it up last week, uh, throwing for 470 yards and five touchdowns against Tampa. You know, so Houston looks a lot better. They're 4-4. Four and four. You know, they got a very tough game with Cleveland on a Thursday night. The Browns, you know, one of the best defenses similar to the Jets in the league, they got that game to end the year with the Patriots, who, who are terrible. And who knows? I mean, you're hearing rumors 
that if the uh, Pats lose tomorrow in Frankfurt, Germany to the Colts, that uh, Robert Kraft's going to fire Bill Belichick. Now, I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that or not, but, you know, who knows? I mean, the bloom has certainly come off the Patriots' rose as they're sitting there at 2-7 and seven into one of the worst teams in the National Football League right now. So, you know, who knows how that all plays out. But this is a must-win game for the Jets. They have to win this football game. You know, they've gone they've gone uh, against all these top quarterbacks, right? I mean, we look at Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts and Russell Wilson and J- J- uh, Justin Herbert, and they've played great against these guys. Haven't won them all, but they played great against them. Now you're getting a rookie quarterback in Aiden O'Connell. Now you're getting a rookie quarterback in Aiden O'Connell, who, uh, very nice, darling, who, um, you know, had a nice game last week. As they beat the Giants, you know, a, a, you know, a banged-up Giant team, Tommy DeVito at quarterback. Well, actually, Daniel Jones started that game last week and wound up torn, tearing his ACL when all was said and done. But uh, nevertheless, O'Connell looked pretty good last week beating the Giants. But, you know, th- this is a little, little better football team than the Giants are right now, certainly on the defensive side of the ball. And I expect the defense to come up big against this rookie quarterback. I mean, I really do. They need to force some turnovers, probably need to, you know, uh, put the ball in the end zone at some way, shape, or form. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see how that all plays out. But a game the Jets absolutely have to have. They need to be 5-4 and four when they play the Buffalo Bills uh, two weeks from now in a, a monstrous uh, AFC East game in Buffalo. So we'll see. Big game for the Jets. No doubt about it. Uh, I, I can't emphasize enough <clears throat> how much they need to win this football game. And I do believe that you will see at some point, if Wilson continues to struggle, maybe a switch by Robert Salah. Like I said, I really think Salah would make the switch this week. I think he's getting pressure from Joe Douglas to play Wilson again. And and look, the options aren't great. I mean, Trevor Simeon, as I said, is not any good. And who knows about, about Boyle. But if he was any good, you probably would not, you know, you probably would have seen him play already. So we'll see. Uh, I think one of the things the Jets need to do is to put Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall on the field at the same time. I mean, I, I think you need to do that. You know, maybe put the two of them on the, same, on the field at the same time. I know my buddy Ira in Staten Island suggested that. I even texted it to the coach. And when I texted that to the coach, I said, look, put Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall on the field at the same time. Double tight end. You got Wilson as a lone wide receiver. And the coach texted me back. He said, we tried that early and it didn't work. Well, you know what, coach? It's time to try it again. Because nothing else is working. And I didn't get this either with the offensive line. Why did they have Billy Turner? I don't know if he ever played tackle. Why would Billy Turner and Max Mitchell flip-flop with Turner playing tackle and Mitchell playing guard last week? I I mean, I would go back to what it was against the Giants. Let this kid Newman play. Let Newman stay at center. Let Joe Tipman, who's back and played center against uh, San Diego, L.A., whatever they are, the Chargers, right? Let Tipman... Back at guard. So here's what I would do this week with the offensive line. Dwayne Brown's, I, I don't know if Dwayne Brown's ever coming back. And look, if Dwayne Brown can only play left tackle, you're not moving Becton off left tackle now. I mean, he's been there. He's starting to play pretty decent there. He's getting comfortable. You're going to move him to right tackle now because of Dwayne Brown? Come on. You can't do that. You know, if Dwayne Brown's going to play, he's going to have to figure out how to play right tackle as far as I'm concerned. But I don't know if we're going to see him. Who knows what the deal is with him? He is 39 years old or whatever. Here's what I would do. You leave, obviously, the left side is going to be Beckton and Tomlinson. 
Put the kid Newman at center, put Tipman at guard, and put Mitchell at right tackle and get Billy Turner the hell out of there. I mean, that's what I would do with the offensive line this week. No, really. That's what I would do. You know, you got a big time pass rusher in Max Crosby here. You know, he you need to be account he needs to be accounted for. He was all over the place against the Giants last week. <clears throat> you know, they, to me, that's what the offensive line should look like. And I want to see these guys, I want to see Cook and Brees on the field at the same time. Let's go. You got two guys that you can check down to uh, in that in that scenario. So, um, you know, like I said, the coach said they tried it. It didn't work. Well, like I said, to, like I said to the coach, it's time to freaking try it again. Let's go. And I don't get, you know, look, let's be real about this. Michael Carter's had a terrible year. I know he had a lot of, caught a bunch of passes at the end of the Charger game in garbage time. I get it. But Michael Carter's had a terrible year. Um, you know, Cook has been off, but whatever. But Carter's really stunk. Isn't it time to see uh, Izzy Abanaconda now come off the practice squad and get a little play here with the big team? Isn't it time? <clears throat> I don't get it. <clears throat> I don't get it. You know, I texted this to the coach too, and I said, "Coach," he said, "Well, who are you gonna? Who's sitting? You know, who are you gonna? Who um? You know, who are we taking out?" And I said, "Coach, Michael Carter's been terrible." <laughs> I said, "Dalvin Cook hasn't been good either." Uh, you know, and he didn't really respond to that, which I'm not surprised because he's not going to say, you know, you're right, Carter stunk. I mean, he's not going to say that. But Carter has been bad. I mean, he's done nothing. Like I said, he gave you a little a little bit at the end of the Charger game when the game was well over, you know, uh, so who cares, you know, when Zach was just uh, padding the stats with the checkdowns. How, how about this, too? How, I, so I want to see a Banaconda. I mean, can we see him, please? How about this, too? This, and this just shows how stats can totally be meaningless. Think about this. Zach Wilson has not thrown an interception since the Denver game. So I don't know how many passes. That's three games ago, right? So that can so Philadelphia, the Giants, and the Chargers, he hasn't thrown an interception in any of those games. It's, it, it encompasses, I don't know, 100 and something, 150 passes. I don't know what the exact number is, maybe almost 200. How meaningful, how meaningless is that stat? He's gone three straight games without a pick. And he's been terrible. He turned the ball over with two fumbles, obviously, in the game against the Chargers. So the Jets need to bounce back. They need to find some way, somehow, to get some some kind of offense going in this football game and for the rest of the year. And as I said, this is a game. Bless you, darling. There'll be five sneezes coming up now, so get ready. This will be a uh, this will be a game where um, they have to win. Like I said, they have to be five and four when they walk into Buffalo next week to play the Bills. If they're not, I could see, if they're four and five and they lose to the Raiders here, I could see the season, uh, you know, spiraling completely out of control. That's two, believe me. She'd be The over-under for sneezes is three and a half. Bet the over. Bless you, darling. That's going to encompass the entire thing here. So at least she's sneezing before she does her picks. If the Jets lose to the Raiders this week, I'm telling you right now, the season's they're in trouble because I can see the season spiraling out of control. You know, I can see them losing to Buffalo and Miami. So we'll see. This is a monstrous football game for the New York Jets Sunday night against the Raider team that they should beat against the rookie quarterback. So we'll see how it all plays out. But uh, big game for the Jets. There's no, no question about it. And this week, you know, the Dolphins are off this week after they lost last week to Kansas City. That's three. The Dolphins are off. Um, this week after they lost to the Chiefs, they're on their bye. Remember last week, the entire AFCs lost, right? Miami lost to uh, uh, to Kansas City. 
Buffalo lost to the Bengals. The crummy Patriots lost to the Commanders. And obviously the Jets lost to the Chargers. So the whole with, with the Jets with a real shot to basically almost be tied for first place in the division, they laid a major egg. There's no doubt about it. But So this is a big, big, big game. Like I said, Miami's off. Buffalo plays Monday night against the Broncos at home. Denver's been better. But, uh, you know, they won two in a row. They come off come off the bye as well after they had beaten the Chiefs the week before that. You know, Russell Wilson and company playing a lot better. But nevertheless, you got to figure Buffalo's probably going to win that game on uh, on Sunday night. So, uh, excuse me, Monday night. So the Jets really, really, really need to get this one, no doubt about it. All right, Beningo, the Oda Payne podcast. Let's get our sponsors in here. We'll get our picks ready to roll for uh, week 10 in the NFL. and. You know, everybody, of course, uh, the Hackensack Brewing Company, uh, you know the deal. And we'll let you know when the next live podcast is coming down. I mean, like I said, probably sometime after Thanksgiving uh, with me doing the TV. Hopefully you've been checking me out uh, this week and next week with Mark Malusis on Channel 11 WPIX uh, doing the sports show with Moose from 7 to 7.30. So you want to check us out again tonight. And uh, next week I'll be doing it all week, Monday through Friday again. But we, we, so we'll let you know when we're going to do the next live podcast. Like I said, probably sometime after Thanksgiving. And you know the story on the uh, on the brewing company. Ten minutes off the George Washington Bridge, uh, less than uh, thirty seconds uh, off of <clears throat> Route Four. Uh, the tap rooms open four thirty to ten Monday through Friday, two to ten Saturday, twelve to eight Sunday. <clears throat> Seventy eight Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. Go see the great Mike Jones. We're going head to head. He's a big Raider fan. Not this week, Mike. We're going head-to-head this week. Mike Jones, um, TJ, who's a big Jet fan as well. They'll be they'll be button heads. And, of course, Herb and Andre and everybody at the Brewing Company. Again, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. Also, uh, Hanita Discount Tire. Uh, go see my son Johnny. Just had his 39th birthday. That's a good number, just like Jack <laughs> Benny. Most of the people don't even know what Jack Benny is, but he was always 39. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, happy birthday to Johnny. Uh, go check him out at the Anita Discount Tire. Go see his boss, Ari. Uh, Rob, the great mechanic they have over there. Uh, you need work done on your car. We, we're In fact, uh, Terry's going tomorrow for brakes on our car. Um, you need work done on your car. You need the car inspected. Uh, whatever you need, you know, uh, uh, for your, uh, uh, your needs uh, of automotive needs, whatever. I can't talk today. <laughs> Anita Discount Tire, Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. See Johnny and Ari. And they will take care of you. And, of course, DraftKings, you're going to bet on anything right now. DraftKings, of course, is the way to go. So much going on now. The NFL, the college football, the hockey. How about the Rangers, man? They are just playing. Even with all the injuries, how good are they? They won again last night, beat the Wild 4-1 to with Louis Domingue in gold, with both Shesterkin and Quick with injuries right now. Adam Fox is out. Uh, Philip Heedle's out. And they still continue to win. The Rangers are 10-2-1 on the season. What a tremendous start they've gotten off to. Uh, 21 points. And uh, we'll hope they can keep it up. But the injuries are mounting right now for the New York Rangers. But nevertheless, whatever you want to bet on, the NBA, the NHL, uh, whatever, uh, the way to go, of course, is DraftKings. Week 10 already in the NFL. Uh, download the app and use the uh, O the Pain to sign up. New customers can uh, bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code O to Payne, O-H-T-H-E-P-A-I-N. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You can visit www.sot1800gambler.net. 
in New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. Text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help's available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Visit ccpg.org. Please play responsible on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in beautiful Kansas. Um, you must be 21 age, uh, 21 plus, and it varies by jurisdiction. It's void in Ontario. As I said, as in everything's void in Canada. <laughs> See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after they're issued. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. All right, here we go. Week 10 in the National Football League. It flies by. Uh, not a great week for me last week. I went one up last week, one up and two down. Um, 18 still. I'm very good. 18 and nine for the year. I'd had five consecutive winning weeks. One and two last week, 18 and nine for the season. Uh, I lost with the Patriots who were laying three against Washington. They lost the game 20 to 17. I won with the Bengals uh, who were laying a point and a half against Buffalo. They won by six and lost with the Jets getting the three and a half. I continue to go in the knockout pool, though. Man, I'm still there. Uh, nine weeks in a row, I had the Saints over the Bears. They won 24-17, to 17, so I'm still alive in the knockout pool. As far as Terry, she had her best week in a while. She had a winning week. She went 2-1 uh, and one, uh, last week. She won with the uh, Browns, laying 8.5. They blew the Cardinals out 27 nothing. She lost with the Saints. They won the game, but they didn't cover. Yeah. Saints were 8.5-point favorite. They won by 7 against the Bears. And she won with the Eagles. As she, yeah, and you had to see this. We're watching the end of the Eagle-Cowboy <laughs> game, right? The, the Eagles are a three-point favorite. The Cowboys are driving late, right? And, of course, that two-point conversion after the Cowboys made it 28-23, that two-point conversion where it looked like Prescott had gotten in, then you saw the replay and he stepped out of bounds, and that turned out to be the cover. So she won with that. <laughs> Two and one uh, last week for Terry. She's nine up, 11 down, and one push. For the year. So here we go. Week 10 in the ever, ever fast moving National Football League season. All right, here we go. Now, I've had a lot of success this year laying the big wood, <laughs> and I'm laying it again. I'm laying the 16 and a half with the, with the Cowboys over the Giants. I think it's, it might be 17 in some places, but I just don't see Tommy DeVito at quarterback. Maybe you'll see Matt Barkley play a little bit in this game. I think the Cowboys are going to kill him. Remember, the Cowboys beat him 40 to nothing to open the season. Um, th this has that kind of game written all over it. I mean, the Cowboys coming off a loss uh, last week to Philly, so they need this game. They're sitting there at 5-3. and three. The game's in Dallas, 425. Uh, I love the Cowboys laying 16-and-a-half. I really do. Uh, I, I'd be shocked if they don't win this game by at least three touchdowns. So game number one, give me the Cowboys at home against the Woe be gone, football giants laying 16 and a half. That's game one. Tear, take it away. Okay. I'm picking, I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm laying six and a half over the commanders at home in Seattle. So I'm going with Gino. I feel bad what happened with him. I know he really didn't do well when he was with the Jets, but. Here again, I don't think he was ever coach, coached properly. So I'm picking the Seahawks. I'm laying six and a half over the Commanders. Nice. I like that pick. That's a, I like that pick. I really do. All right. Thank you. <clears throat> game two for me. 
<laughs> I had the Bengals last week uh, against Buffalo. I'm going back to them again. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Houston. The Bengals are starting to find themselves now. They've won four games in a row. Joe Burrow looks like he's back on track now to sitting at five and three. Watch out for them. And look, Houston's been a big surprise. Give them credit. They're sitting at four and four. D'Amico Ryans has done a terrific job in his first year. And we saw C.J. Stroud, who looks like he's going to be a star now, um, you know, the second pick in the draft behind Bryce Young. Boy, Bryce Young's going one way. C.J. Stroud's going the other. What a game he had last week. He set a rookie record uh, against Tampa Bay, threw for 470 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, he really looks like he's got something going. But remember, the week before, the Texans wound up losing to the Panthers. That's the only game the Panthers have won. By the way, by the way last night, if anybody watched this game on Amazon last night, the Bears beat the Panthers 16-13 to 13 in a rip-roarer. I'm sure <laughs> I didn't see the game. I'm sure Al Michaels was thrilled to be doing that game. But nevertheless, if anybody watched it, nevertheless, remember the week before that big win over Tampa, they wound up losing to the Panthers. So um, I like the Bengals a lot here. I mean, you're laying six and a half. You got to believe they win this game by between seven and ten. I just think that Cincinnati at home right now is really starting to find it. I know T. Higgins and Jamar Chase are both banged up. And I guess they're questionable for this game. So, you know, that kind of worries you a little bit. But still, I'm taking Cincinnati and I'm laying the six and a half against the Texans uh, in Cincinnati. That's game two. Tara? I'm picking the Steelers. I'm taking, uh, so I have two home favorites. I'm laying three and a half over the Packs, over the Packers. And <laughs> I hate. What do you hate? Having to make these picks? We know that. Well, uh, yes. I ha- I hate having to make the picks. I hate losing, well, as we all know. I mean, you had to see her last week watching this game. <laughs> you know, when, we, when my, my wife's watching these games where she's got, you know, the, the picks going here, man, she's like crazy. <laughs> and I tell her, you know, and I tell her, you know, she's like, oh, you know, this, this is happening. They're scoring. What are we going to do? And you got to relax. These games, it will come. Most of these games come down to the wire. You know, you're talking about yes. the Eagles and the Cowboys. That game's going to come down to the wire more than more than likely. Yes, so, and I always said if I still smoke cigarettes, I you, would have you I had, would have blown through a pack and a half. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly right. Thank God I don't smoke. And it wasn't anymore. even a Jet game. Forget about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you're going to take the Steelers um, laying a three and yes. a half right now over the Packers. Packers won last week over the Rams. Didn't play great, but they did. Um, Pittsburgh right now they won. Pittsburgh finds ways. You know, they played last Thursday night. They beat the Titans 21-16. You know, they're not not great right now. Their offense hasn't been great. Decent defensively, but they still, you know, Mike Tomlin, they find ways to win. They're 5-3. Right now, the best division in football, the AFC North, where everybody's over 500. You got the Ravens at 7-2. And and then everybody else, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland are all 5-3. So, um, but anyway... So you're taking the Steelers, you're laying the three and a half laying at home three and a half. against the Packers. Against the Packers. So that's game two for game two. for Terry. Finally, game three for me. I love the 49ers laying three on the road against Jacksonville. Look, both teams coming off their bye. Niners look like the, they were the best team in football by a wide margin. They won their first five games of the year. Now they've lost three in a row. So they're reeling a little bit right now. Remember two weeks ago, uh, they got smacked around by the Bengals. The Bengals beat them pretty bad. Uh, in in Santa Clara, in San Francisco. Jaguars are coming off their bye as well. They've won five in a row to six and two. They lead the AFC South. I just can't see. And I know San Francisco's had some – Debo Samuel's been banged up a little bit. Brandon Ayuk 
has been banged up a little bit. Even McCaffrey, I guess he got married to Copo now, by the way. Good job by him. Good luck. Good luck with that, Christian, okay? Hey. You know what? He's doing okay. But anyway, we'll leave that alone. Anyway, um, we'll see. McCaffrey was a little banged up as well. But uh, I, I like the Niners here. You know, and I know the Rose has come off a little bit of Brock Purdy. I can't see them losing four straight games. I can't see them losing coming out of the bye. No matter, and I know the Jaguars are good, but I really like the Niners here laying three on the road in Jacksonville. So go ahead, Ted. Game three for you. My my last game is I'm picking the Lions. I'm laying two and a half. They're a road, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, road favorite over the Chargers. I know they beat the Jets, this, but I don't know. I just, I feel that it, they jumped off the page to me. So who the heck knows? Well, the Lions are good. I mean, they're six and two. They're starting to feel a little pressure now in the division from uh, Minnesota, who's won four in a row, and they're five and four. They play the Saints this week at home, Minnesota. But look, the Lions are coming off their bye. Uh, they played very good football. Jared Goff is going back to the stadium where he started playing when he was with the Rams. Uh, you know, and, and, and as I've told, I said to my wife with this pick, the Chargers are a very fickle team. I mean, you know, you never know what you're getting from them. Yeah. You know, they can lay a big egg this week against Detroit. So I don't think that's a terrible pick. So you like the Lions yep. laying two, laying and, a half two and a half against the Chargers uh, on Sunday in L.A. All right. As far as my knockout pick, I mean, again, if you got the Dallas Cowboys this week in a knockout pool, if you're still alive in your knockout pool and you got Dallas, you're taking Dallas. I mean, that's it. And I'm taking the Cowboys. Um, I've been very fortunate. I, had to, I said I mentioned I had the Saints last week. They beat the Bears. So I'm still going, man. So I like the Cowboys uh, in the knockout pool against the Giants. So here's the picks again. The uh, uh, For me, give me the Cowboys laying 16 and a half against the Giants in Dallas. Give me the Bengals laying six and a half at home against Houston. Give me the Niners laying three on the road in Jacksonville. And my knockout pick is the Cowboys against the Giants in Dallas. Go ahead, your picks again. Okay, my picks again are I'm taking the Seahawks laying six and a half over the Commanders. I'm picking the Steelers laying three and a half over the Packers. And I'm picking the Lions laying two and a half over the Chargers. All right. So those are my three picks. I picked two home favorites and one road favorite. Beautiful. All right. Well, and all we'll... I have to say is don't anybody bet any money on my picks. <laughs> you haven't been that bad. We talked about this. I mean, you're, you're 9-11-1. and 1. It's not like, you know, you're 0-20 here. So... Yes, but my football <clears throat> knowledge is like on a no. pinhead Look, we could... next to, to you. doesn't matter. You could have somebody that never saw a football game in their life and say, look, I think I like the color of this team's uniform better than this team. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, no matter how much football you know, picking this is one of the one of the tough look that's why they call it gambling one of the <laughs> toughest things to do is to pick these games it's tough enough to pick the game sometimes outright just with the outright winner in the nfl and then when you start to bring in the point spreads into it well that makes it even a lot more difficult so yeah you know so it, this is not easy to do i don't think anybody's out there making millions i've been fortunate i've had a very good year like i said i'm 18 and 9 uh you know, I've had a good year this year, but you know, sometimes you get lucky and you know, sometimes you don't, but uh, you know, you had at least you had a winning week last week, so I wouldn't yep. get too crazy, but uh, you know, it doesn't matter how much you know or how much you don't know. 
it is a very it is a crapshoot picking these football games. Yep. You know, <clears throat> no and, question about and it. And I pick them on my own. You do. I, I no, she I, does. You know, you're not. I might ask you for advice, right, right, which I always right, do, right, but right. I, these are my picks. Right. No, yeah, yeah, no, that's you know, what it should be. That's so, what no, I want. No, I just want that out there. Right. That you're not telling me, oh, take take this team, take that team. She's funny though. You got it's so funny with my wife though with these picks because okay, well, I like this team, but 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 you know what? Tate, you got to lay like eight and a half in this game. You mean they got to win by nine? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what it means. <laughs> So if they win by eight, you lose, <clears throat> you know? And then, of course, there's the push that comes in and all of that stuff, oh, which, you, God. which you know about. Yeah. So, uh, but it is funny. But nevertheless, we'll see. Big week, like I said, I'm getting back to the Jet game. This is a monstrous week for the Jets. They have to win this game, <clears throat> have to be five and four going into Buffalo. I really feel if they don't win, if you lose here to a rookie quarterback and the Raiders here, uh, I, I, you can't feel good about it. You, you, you really – kind of looking at the season starting to spiral out of control, especially with the two big division games against the Bills and the Dolphins coming up. So uh, a lot of my boys are out in Vegas. Kenny's out there, the great Kenny Scarabaggio. I know Fireman Ed's out there. <clears throat> my buddy Josh Asman's out there as well. So there's going to be, I'm sure, a ton of Jet fans in Vegas for this football game. Uh, let's get it done, man. This is a game we got to have. I hate, by the way, I hate these night games. Oh, my God. You know? Thank God. I, I think this is the last night game until, I mean, look, I guess they could be flexed, but I guess this is the last night game until the Thursday night game uh, in December against the Browns in Cleveland, which, you know, could turn out to be a, a monster football game. So everybody enjoy your uh, weekend. Uh, check me out tomorrow on WFAN from 10 to 1 on Saturday morning. Check me out tonight on WPIX with Mark Malusis from uh, 7 to 7.30. Uh, We'll be doing it all week as well next week. All the love.